Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Today's podcast landscape is busy. So, is it still possible to grow a really big podcast? Yes, but you can't rely on just good content and luck. You have to address these five realities and get a little lucky. Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. What does it take to have a really, really big podcast? More to the point, what would it take for you to have a really, really big podcast? Now, I've talked previously about the need to focus on making great content. And while I'm sure you can point to many mediocre podcasts out there that manage to get big, those are exceptions to the rule. And you've heard me talk about the importance of making content that your audience loves. I know you've heard me say, know who you are for and why they are there many, many times. But you've also heard me say that podcasts tend to get the audience they deserve. So sure, make great content that fits in perfectly with what your audience wants, and your show has the basics in place that makes it quite possible for the show to, in fact, grow over time. But what if you want more? What if you're not content to just let it grow? What if you want to have a really, really big podcast? A podcast that's demonstrably big. How do you do that today? Well, this should come as no surprise. I'm not going to give you a recipe because a recipe does not exist for that. If one existed, everyone would follow it. So instead, I'm going to help you have a difficult and honest conversation with yourself. Specifically, I'm going to give you five realities, if you will, that will help you figure out whether or not you're really prepared to do what it takes to have a big podcast in 2022. But before that, this episode is sponsored by Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast hosting company. Whether you're a new or a veteran podcaster, if you're serious about audience growth, then Captivate's unique feature set and proven deep dive education should be the next thing you try. Get a seven-day free trial and access to Captivate's podcast growth labs at Captivate.fm. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again.
Okay, here are those five realities if you really want to have a really big podcast. Reality number one. <laughs> Reality trumps a BHAG. Now, a BHAG, that stands for Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal. And no, having a big podcast is not a BHAG. It's only a BHAG when you can get really specific and you can define what that goal is. Now, you need to be able to clearly convey what you mean by a big podcast. What does that mean for you? And you also need to be very real about your chances. Do you want to have the number one show in your category, knocking the current leader out of the iTunes charts or the Apple podcast charts, whatever we're going to call them these days? Or maybe you just want to be in the top 10 of those charts in your category. That's a BHAG for sure. But do you know what the people who are already on that list have done to get there? Do you know what sort of a new subscriber rate and engagement rate they get with their shows? If not, how will you know that you're trending in the right direction? Maybe you want to have 100,000 downloads per episode. Okay, very much a BHAG. However, is that an even realistic number for the top shows in your category right now? And if it is, well, how do those other shows gain that sort of traction? Where did they find their audience? And do you have the connections or the platform so that you can do something similar? Because you need to understand what, what it is you can realistically, with a high degree of confidence, achieve. And no, getting lucky isn't something you should bank on. Reality number two, become undeniably unique. Now look, I know that you and your show is special, and it's different from the others who talk about similar things as you do, but I'm sorry, special and different aren't enough if you want to have a really big podcast that defines the category. It needs to be demonstrably different. Note I didn't say better. I mean, sure, it needs to be that too, obviously, but it's probably even more important that you have strong distinctions between what you do and what the others in your category do. Now, that means more than just developing your voice. It means making sure that your voice is strong and consistent throughout your episodes. Sorry, no sitting back relying on your guests to do the heavy lifting. You have to put in the work. You have to figure out what you want to talk about and to make sure that you are as integral to the conversation as your guests are. And make sure that your undeniable uniqueness, if you will, carries through to all aspects of your show. Your website, your social media shares, even the emails you send out. You have to share your voice in everything you do. Forget neutral. Bring out what it is that makes you and your show truly special. And don't shy away from that. And if that means changing from doing what you like to do in other channels, well, it's a price you have to pay to having a really big podcast, if in fact you still want it. Reality number three, your angle is more important than your topic. I've talked about this before, but think about this. With a few million podcasts out there, we're way, way past the blue ocean paradigm. Yes, podcasting is getting crowded. There, I said it. But no, you didn't miss your chance. And yes, someone is already out there talking about the same topic as you talk about on your podcast. Being one more voice in an already crowded space 
isn't going to rocket you into big podcast success now, is it? So what's your take? Why should anyone listen to what you have to say on a topic? A topic that maybe already is well covered. Now, if you're citing your expertise, I'm just going to stop you right there. That is not enough to get someone to switch to you unless you are already the recognized expert in your category. You have to have an angle that clearly demonstrates why you and your podcast should be the authoritative voice. An angle that shows your perspective. A perspective that sits apart from all others who have a podcast on this topic. And an angle that makes it clear to listeners that what you give, they quite literally can't get from anywhere or anyone else. Reality number four. This is going to cost money, so make sure it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, time is money for sure, but having a really big podcast today almost certainly means putting a marketing budget behind it. And it may also mean, depending on your skill set, hiring a team to help make your worthy-of-being-huge podcast episodes. Perhaps jaw-dropping amounts of money on each of those. And that only makes sense if you know your ROPS. That's what I'm calling your return on podcast spend. Yeah, I just made that up, and no, I don't expect to catch it on. Whatever. Regardless, knowing what the payoff will be on spending serious money to make and promote a seriously big podcast is required. Unless, of course, you're independently wealthy, I guess. But the trick there is knowing the payoff. Knowing how to measure the payoff. I mean, sure, you could drop 10 to 15 grand per episode and hire a top-notch production firm to make your episode sound amazing, but how will you know that money was well spent? And how will you know you made any of that money back? What's your specific plan to recoup those costs? Sure, you could spend $50,000 per month on a promotional plan to grow your already amazing show, but don't do that without having clear campaign measurement systems in place with plenty of time reserved to check in on the progress of those campaigns. And even before that, make sure you're able to recoup that investment with meaningful revenue returns that aren't based on hope. And the final reality, number five, to keep your eye on the prize. This isn't a set it and forget it proposition. Making the conscious effort and massive investments that were required to have a really big podcast, it's going to be a full-time job on top of your already full-time job, which probably is making the podcast. You got to execute now, every day. Track them back to that realistic goal you've set forth. And yeah, this means obsessively checking your stats, something I rarely tell anyone to do, but this is one of those times. Look, you're investing seriously in this idea of getting a really big podcast for yourself. So you need to ensure that your money is well spent and that you're seeing actual, measurable results on a time scale of when you should see them. And if you're not seeing them, either they're coming in too slowly or not working at all, then prepare to make adjustments. Look, just because you put it in your plan, it doesn't mean it's going to work. In fact, many of the tactics and strategies you put in place won't work. So you'll have to adapt constantly, keeping your eye on the goal. But, you know, just because you heard about something new and cool that someone else used to blow up their show quickly, 
it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So don't drop everything to try it out. Keep your eye on the prize and only do what aligns to what you are trying to achieve. Don't go chasing crazy ideas without fully vetting them. Now, that's what it takes to have a big podcast in 2022. And yeah, that's quite different than what it took five years ago. And it's completely disassociated from any advice that you might have received 15 years ago, back when just keep plugging along was all you had to do to have a really good shot at making a big podcast. It's a new world out there. But keep this in mind. You don't have to do this. The five realities I just laid out are my views on the mindset it takes to have a really, really big podcast today. But most podcasts aren't really big. In fact, it's quite possible to have a very successful podcast without growing it to be really, really big. But if really, really big is what you want, well, then you've got your work cut out for you. Best of luck. With that, I shall be back next week with yet another podcast, Pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. Podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. 
Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.